Welcome to So Here's the Thing, where we share candid conversations that lift the veil on what it takes to find success, even if that means sharing a few unpopular opinions. I'm your host, Leili Amati. Grab some coffee or a cocktail, and let's get real. Welcome back, friends. I am so pumped about this week's topic. We are talking all about building your personal brand, and we're going to be joined by the incredible Stephanie Case. Stephanie is a photographer and an educator who is based in Columbus, Ohio. I'm really excited because she is also one of my Academy members, so it's always really special when I get to connect with anybody who's a part of the Creative Educator Academy outside of that realm and be able to kind of hear their area of expertise and how amazing they are at teaching on it. So I'm excited to hear all about her practical tips she's going to be sharing with us. She shares a lot of small business education through her online courses, her shop products, speaking, um, and she works with not only photographers, but she works so much with talking about personal brands that really any creative can learn from her. So make sure to check her out. I'm going to go ahead and let Stephanie tell us a little bit about herself and about why it's so important to work on building up your personal brand in your professional brand and how those two things kind of collide. Yeah. So like Laylee said, I am Stephanie. I am a photographer. I am an educator. I've been running my business for almost six years now, which is kind of crazy. But if you're anything like me, and if you have a ton of passions and you just have this big vision for your business and where you wanted to go, I knew pretty early on that a personal brand is something that I really wanted to focus on in my business because I knew it was something that was really going to get me there and really just grow my brand. And Something that really helped me to push me in this area is actually a really hard season that I went through in my business. Um, my second year of business, I was really struggling to book weddings. I am primarily a wedding photographer, and that's how I started my business. And I went through a year where I just wasn't booking the weddings I wanted. I was struggling to raise my prices. I honestly just felt super stuck. And that was kind of the year that was super transformative for me in a lot of different ways. But I feel like personal branding was one of the things that really like pushed me forward and honing in on that and who I was and what actually made me different. That's what really helped me just get into, I mean, my business today looks so different and I'm super thankful for that. Just serving clients that I absolutely love, um, working at venues for, as a photographer that are dream venues that I've always wanted to work at and also being able to pivot into just so many other different things in my business, including obviously education that I've been doing for a few years now and other types of photography. So it's really cool to see how personal branding has almost been like a foundational element that's almost like grounded me and be able to push me forward in my brand and in my business as a whole. So that's, I, I love personal branding and talking about it. So I am super pumped just to be here today to chat with Laylee. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And I know that we can all kind of relate to having like a hard time or a hard like season within our businesses and our lives. I feel like any small business owner, if they haven't yet, like not to scare you guys, but there's always going to be times of struggle. And I think it's really refreshing when we can talk openly and transparently about what that looks like once we've come out the other side and like are feeling even stronger or feeling even more established uh, in the end. So I'm really excited to hear a little bit more about how this impacted you and how it's helped grow your business. Um, okay. So kick us off with like a few things that people should be thinking about when they're trying to develop their own personal brand. Like in your opinion, what are some of the things that are like the most important that people need to be thinking about or that they need to be focusing on or that they need to be building out to kind of actually build up that entire 
personal brand to begin with? Yeah. So before I have four main things that I really like to think about for me when it comes to a personal brand, but before I dive into those, I do want to share that through all of this and through thinking about just like your personal brand and what it is and really your brand as a whole, thinking about your ideal client and who they are and kind of filtering everything through that and the people you want to attract. Um, And it's something that I'll talk about as I like kind of go through these things, but I am almost picking things strategically to position myself in a way that's attracting a certain client. So it's all going to depend on your specific business and what kind of business you run, what kind of client you're trying to attract. And I will tell you up front, your ideal client is not just someone who wants to pay you a lot of money. I think that's something that can be a huge misconception just with any small business owner. It's like, okay, I just need to attract someone who's willing to invest a lot. But I'll tell you right now, I've had clients invest thousands of dollars in me as a wedding photographer and it was not a good fit and I probably should not have taken them as a client. So I'm, instead of thinking about your ideal client and just your brand like that, there's really four main things that I like to focus on um, with your personal brand. So the first one is your fun facts. And I think we'll talk about this later, um, but I, with fun facts, I think it's easy to think, okay, like a personal brand is just like sharing fun facts about you and putting your face out online. And I really want you guys to think deeper on that. Um, but this is where you have to start. So fun facts about you and your personality. And these are just more relatable things that your clients are going to relate to you on besides the fact that you're a designer or a photographer or a copywriter or whatever you are. The second thing I like to think about is your why. So why is it you show up and do what you do? And not just because you want to serve your clients well. It's like, what's the motivation behind that? Why do you want to show up and serve them well? Like, is there, you know, something that you experience in your life that really motivates you to be like, yeah, this is like my purposeful for me and I'm showing up and doing this for these people. Or maybe there's a value that you have that you just really want to relate to your clients in um, and really want to encourage them in that. So thinking about your why and like why you show up in your business. And another thing I like to think about is your strengths. And I think this is one that is, I, for me personally, I see a big get a big hole in a lot of marketing for small business owners is what are the things you're really good at and how can you fix problems for your ideal client? Again, like this is going to be different depending on who your ideal client is, the kind of people you serve, what your strengths are. But when we're talking about personal branding, thinking about what are the things you're naturally good at and the things in the experience you provide, not just that you're providing a good experience, but that you're showing up and there's specific things that you're actually really good at. So I'll just throw out an example right now. For me, one is being really organized. And it's really interesting that that's come out so much in my wedding photography, but I've had so many clients, like it's a theme over and over. Like I literally can go to my reviews from my clients and every single one of them is saying that about me. I even did like a video testimonial a few couple years back in my business and literally almost every single client used the word organized to describe me and the experience that I gave. So it wasn't just that I'm like serving them really well. Obviously that's super important, but also being specific, like, okay, what are the specific things that I'm good at and that I can serve and and how I can serve my clients and almost using that in your marketing to attract certain kinds of clients. So the last thing that I think um, we have to touch on, especially being creatives and a lot of what we do is so visual. We do need to touch a little bit on like your style and the aesthetic of things. So what's your personal um, aesthetic and what are the kind of clients you want to attract in that way? So I know for me as a photographer, just being really specific about the kind of images I'm putting out, what kind of, um, you know, what my brand really captures as a whole, as far as like the visuals is obviously still super, super important when we're talking about branding. 
That is so much great content. So let's dive a little bit deeper into kind of how people can discover those strengths and how they can discover them in a unique way. I really appreciated you sharing that you found that one of your strengths that you could really play up is your organization. I feel like this is not something that people would generally think about when they decide on their, um, like on their strengths. I think a lot of people would say something like, oh, my brand, my personal brand is going to be these colors, or my personal brand is going to be these hobbies, or my personal brand is going to be these accessories. Like I, I can use, I always use myself as an example because who better to throw under the bus than me. But I mean, I wear a lot of hair bands. Like I wear a ton of hair ties. I always have, like, I like bows. I like accessories. They're kind of dumb, but I love them anyway. And they have somehow become like a signature look for me that I didn't really plan on making a look. Um, but now people tag me all the time if they wear a hair bow. And so that's become part of my personal brand, but it's like, it's so surface level that I don't really like to acknowledge it as part of my personal brand. I would rather acknowledge the other things that are a little bit deeper, something comparable to your organizational skills, like my time management skills, my scheduling, all of that, that has become a personal branding item for me. But discovering that was really difficult for me. So do you have any advice or any tips for people who are still in the discovery process? Like if I hear one more person love hair bows and iced coffee, by the way, that's myself I'm throwing under the bus. I love hair bows and iced coffee and everybody tags me about them, but it's, it's not unique. I mean, it is in that not everybody talks about them, but I didn't intend on that being one of my main like content buckets or one of my main like things that people should know me for. I don't really want people to know me for Bloody Mary's iced coffee and hair bows, but they do, um, which is fine. I'm not, I'm not mad about it, but like, what are some deeper things? Like how do we get deeper and how do we get more unique and how do we really play up our personal brand if we don't know where to start? Yes. Oh my gosh. I love all of this. So I do want to say first that those like fun facts. So those things that people can really relate to you on, those are still important. And I know even for me, I, a good example of this is chai lattes. I can't tell you how many times I've had brides like posts, like Italy channeling my inner Stephanie case with a chai latte today. Or I had a follower once like send me a picture of this shirt that said chai harder on it. And yes, I did go buy the shirt. It's the best thing ever. Um, but I have so many people think of me for that, like Chai and my dog. And I do think those things are important. I think that they are cool because you are able to relate to people in a more surface level way that kind of draws them into your brand. But it's almost like, okay, what past that? Yeah, I'll also say, like, I'll also say, I do, if you're listening to this, like, please keep tagging me. I love when people are drinking a Bloody Mary and they tag me. Like, I love when people are wearing a hair bow and they tag me. Um, so yes, thank you for saying that's so important. And just to clarify, like, to all my sweet, loyal listeners, like, please keep tagging me because it actually makes my life. It makes me so happy. But yeah, keep going. Tell us how to get yes. to a little bit yes. deeper. Oh, and I mean, just the tagging, like, uh, that's pretty much just like free marketing, especially clients are sharing and telling I've had clients share tag me it like they're with all of their followers and friends like this is my photographer and she's so cool she likes shy and their friends are going wait what this is cool a photographer so it is still super awesome to be sharing about but yeah taking it a step deeper and specifically I love the strengths aspect because I think that's something that a lot of people don't focus on too much or think about too much um but the things I like to think about with this if you're still trying to figure out like okay what does that actually mean like how do I actually apply this to my own business how do I figure out what my own strengths are 
the first thing I think about is what is it in your personal life that you're naturally good at? What are things that your friends and family may say about you that you're actually really great at? What are some things you can even ask them if you want? Like, hey, if there's three things you would say that I'm super talented in or super great at or um, just anything like that, maybe asking them and see what they have to say and thinking about how does that translate into how you work with your clients? So for me, it was that organization thing um, that really translated into I am super organized. I wouldn't say I'm organized in every area of my life, but in a lot of areas of my life, I am. And so it really does did come out a lot in the client side of things. And that's what I would say too, if you've worked with clients before, look at what your clients are saying about you. What are they saying in their reviews about you? If you do any sort of feedback form or you do, you ask them to like post a review on Google or something like that. Ask, see, look at the reviews and see what are some common threads. Do they say that you're really great at just being there for them um, when they're get feeling really overwhelmed and you're great at making them like calm down and like they, you know, you know, you got them covered or are you great at being their biggest hype girl and you're great at just being super positive and like, that's just so super, super key in the way that you're serving your clients. Or maybe like lately you kind of mentioned, um, scheduling and time management. Maybe they really appreciated that you are great at being super on time. You're great at managing your time and how that plays out in your experience with your clients. Um, and then another thing I would think about too, if you're really stuck and you're really just not really sure. Another thing that I took about it was a little over a year ago, actually Laura Foote. I don't know if you know, are familiar with her. She introduced me to it. It's called Strengths Finder. And it like, it was so cool. It was really reaffirming of a lot of the strengths that I already knew I had, but also opened up some other strengths that I had no idea about. And I was like, wow, like that kind of puts a name to this thing that I do in my business, but didn't even really know I do. And my clients say this, but this is like kind of what it is. And then you can kind of take it from there and use that to incorporate it into just like how you market your business and really, um, really maximizing your strengths instead of just focusing on what you're maybe not as great at focusing what you're really awesome at and making it like even better. I love that. And I love the action step of going through and actually seeing where the common denominators lie within like the reviews of your clients. And just to add on to that, one exercise I have people do all the time is um, you want to ask for for kind of reviews or descriptors from your clients, but also even in your personal life, I feel like you could ask a handful of your friends, like describe me in five words or describe me in a few sentences and then find where the commonalities lie there. And that's actually kind of how I found the whole like aspect of, I, I give tough love all the time. Like I'm very like, you know, I, I don't want to say that that's like a shtick cause it's not, it just is who I am, but I didn't know it was who I am. Like, I just thought that was normal, but a lot of people, a, a huge commonality that I found in people's reviews of me were, I love that you were really honest and real and gave me hard to hear feedback in a really easy to hear way. And like, when I heard that, I was like, oh, that's unique. I had no idea. I just thought everybody was blunt and kind of, and kind of harsh, but also kind of funny about it. I, I guess that's like, it's just kind of finding what people know you for and then leaning into it. Right. So I would love to hear a little bit more about how you can actually take maybe a couple more action steps to, uh, to find where else to play up that personal brand or how else to build out your personal brand beyond all the things that we've already talked about. What other action steps can people take to kind of build that out? 
So one thing that I think is super great to do just to like flesh this out even more and to just really create your personal brand is to literally just write down, you know, what are some fun facts about yourself that you want to be sharing about consistently on your Instagram, on your um, Facebook, on your blog, on your website. And I think that's important for, I mean, all of these different things for people to really resonate with it and to start um, knowing you for it. I know there's a thing just like in the business world and marketing world in general that someone has to see something seven times in order to remember to like make a purchase. And we can apply that same concept to personal branding and these different aspects about your brand. So the fun facts, your why, your strengths, um, your aesthetic, and the kind of clients you want to attract with that. Really just take each of those things, maybe brainstorm, write down some fun facts that, that you might want to share with your audience. Write down, maybe um, take some time to journal and write down your why. If you have done that before, write down your strengths and some of the strengths you're seeing from your clients, from friends and family. And maybe you've taken strengths finder or something similar that you can pull from. And same with your aesthetic. Like what's the overall visually, what do you want your brand to portray? And what do you want people to know you for with that? I think that can be really helpful just to kind of write it all down, kind of have it all in one place. And then once you have that fleshed out, really thinking about, again, going back to what I talked about earlier with your ideal client and who they are, think about who are the people I really want to work with? So a good example of this for me, I, with a, my fun facts, I, you know, like I mentioned, I love chai lattes. I love my dog. Um, I also love my husband. I love my plants. And I share about those things a lot. People relate to those things. There is something, I actually am a huge, like outdoorsy person. Like when I was younger, I would like play in the mud. I lived in Alaska for a long time. We would go like ATVing and camping and have like no running water for four days. And like, like I love that kind of stuff. Like I just, I get excited to be out in nature and like go hiking. I, I went on like a 27 mile backpacking trip once. Like I'm super outdoorsy, but it's not something like if you follow me online, you probably don't really know that about me. You're like, wait, what? Like you like that kind of stuff. So it's not something I made a big part of my brand. So for me, because I attract more of like a traditional bride, I like ballroom weddings. I like being able to drive 30 minutes to the venue and then drive 30 minutes home the same day. Um, and I'm necessarily like going to want to do adventurous elopements or anything, but if I was someone who was a photographer, uh, just as an example, and I wanted to go do elopements, or maybe I'm a designer, I want to attract more of that like boho, like adventurous kind of clients. I would be sharing about that. I'd be like, I'd be sharing every single time I go outside and go on a hike and do all of those things. But in, while I might post maybe a story about it, about the fact like I go camping or whatever, um, that just, but it'll disappear after 24 hours. And it's not something I'm making a huge part of my brand. Whereas those other things, as far as like being married and chai lattes and my dog, I'm sure it consistently across my Instagram over and over. I'm sharing it different parts of my website. I'm blogging about it. And it's something people have really come to know me for. And that really got placed into um, your why and the values part of it too, and your strengths and all of that. The more that you can consistently share about it in lots of different places and over time sharing about it consistently over and over again, kind of like you already mentioned, content buckets are a great way to think about it and thinking about how you can share that on your social over and over again will help people to know you for that. One thing that I think is really important to clarify here too with personal branding is your personal brand really is what people think about when you're not there to tell them what to say. So what are people saying about you or what comes to mind when they think about your brand? And by sharing about these things, so first identifying them, kind of like I talked about first, so writing down like what are brainstorming fun facts, strengths, all of that, these are, hasn't, isn't something you haven't done before. And then once you do that filtering, you know, okay, how can I share about that consistently online? How can I filter everything 
I mean, honestly, everything you do in your business through all of those things to make sure everything's kind of lining up with what you've defined as your personal brand. Okay. I love that you shared the example of leaving something out. Thank you so much for sharing that. If you guys are listening and you haven't listened to the episode with Sarah Erickson of Sarah and Design, when we talked about my rebrand and how important it is to avoid just putting things out there just because they feel like you, you want to make sure that you're running everything through that filter of what resonates with your potential clients. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I love that. The one, like, it's such a pet peeve for me to see somebody be like, these are all the things I love all the time. And I'm like, cool, but that doesn't really attract who you want it to attract. And I feel like we have to undo a lot of that work. Whenever I work one-on-one with somebody who I'm coaching is going through and being like, it's cool that you love the outdoors. By the way, that sounds awful to me, but it's cool that you love the outdoors and you want to go backpacking, but like your ballroom bride will hate it. So take it off your website, you know, like, so thank you for sharing that. Love that. One follow-up question I have for you is when you are putting people through this exercise of listing out all the things, all the things and deciding what things they want to harp on and repeat on, how many things would you advise somebody have? Like how many are too many and how many are not enough? Or does that exist? I don't think necessarily like there's such a thing as having too much or not enough. I think it just depends on your personality, how much you want to share. You don't have to put everything out on the internet. It's totally okay to have some things that you don't share. There's still so many things about my life that like I literally have not shared on the internet. So it's totally possible to have a personal brand and to not share every single thing about your life. Um, but I think it just, it comes down to like, who's your ideal client? Who are the things about you that you can relate to your ideal client on? I think, I mean, I think it can be really helpful to have maybe, I know for me, for my fun facts, I have like four to five that I really bounce off of over and over. Like I mentioned like chai, my dog, my husband, plants. Those are like pretty much the main things that I talk about over and over again. So I think four to five can be super helpful just to have like even as a starting base. And one thing I want to mention here too is these different things, they can change over time. Like it doesn't, it's not like you set all of this one time and it has to stay the same for the remaining 10 years of your business. I know for me, even if you knew me like a little over a year ago, I killed plants all the time. Like I could not keep a plant alive. Um, but now I like have so many plants that I love and it's kind of almost become a part of my brand and people have really connected to it. So it's something that, and if you like realize over time, maybe the strengths that you were really playing into just aren't attracting the exact client that you want or the ideal client that you do want to work with has shifted slightly and you're like, okay, it would be really be beneficial for me to play into this other strength that, um, would actually help attract my client even more. So I know as another example for me, I, so when I talked about strengths finder and when you take strengths finder, I wanted the one strength that I figured out was like in my top five is called individualization, which is like, you're like, wait, what? What's that strength? Um, but essentially it's like knowing a lot of things about people. It's not very hard for me to remember like little quirks about people or things people love or things that they said. And it's not something I have to like constantly write things down just to remember. I just like naturally know that. And I have a really good knack for knowing that. And that came out a lot of my client experience of like getting to know them and remembering those things, remembering that she said that she's really close with her mom. And when I showed up to the wedding, really focusing on that, it's not something she had to like remind me of. So 
that's something that's really interesting because I didn't play into that as much until the past maybe year. And then I started incorporating that and talking about that, like on my website and um, with my clients and stuff and saying like, not only am I organized and I'm going to be super on top of things for you, but I'm also going to be really genuine in the way that I'm interacting with you and really wanting to get to know you guys. Because I know that really did play out in my experience and it was helping me to attract because with the organization part, you, you could get into the trap of attack, attracting a bride who is very type A and can't be difficult to work with. And I wanted to make sure that I wasn't attracting just clients like that. Like I wanted clients who appreciated my organization, but then also were like, okay, once we get to the wedding day, like I trust her, she's got me. And I know that she truly cares about me and she has my best interests at heart. And she's just going, she's going to serve me so well. So that's kind of an example of how also that shifted. And for me with my strengths, those are like the two main strengths that I really play on when it comes to the way I'm talking about um, my wedding photography experience in particular. That is super helpful. Thank you so much for sharing all of these like really great exercises and thought processes for our listeners to kind of be able to dive into. Um, to wrap us up, I'd love to hear your unpopular opinion, although I really feel like this whole episode was its own unpopular opinion. <laughs> Between the two of us, I think we're just like tearing stuff apart. But if you have another unpopular opinion, I would love to hear it. Yes. Oh, you can probably kind of guess it already, but my unpopular opinion is essentially that a personal brand is more than just throwing up some fun facts about yourself or posting a headshot of yourself on Instagram or, you know, having a headshot on your about page of your website with fun facts about you. I think it really is so much more than that. And that's something that I wish I had recognized sooner when I was talking about like my second year of business being super hard. That's when I really dug into all of this and was like, okay, what actually makes me different? Why is someone booking me over another photographer who can do essentially the same thing? So it's not only important, but I think it's something that if we do this and really, really dig into this and dig into our personal brand and who we are, we're going to start attracting clients who absolutely rave about us, who absolutely love working with us because we're, sh we're sharing about those things that are more of our um, things about us personally. And like I said, it doesn't mean you have to share about everything on the internet, right? But really just being strategic about it and sharing about certain things about you and your personal brand that is attracting a client who falls in love with you even more. And just for me and my business, I've seen that lead to so much impact and just the photography clients that I serve and even my students and how connected they are to me. It's just, it's so cool to see that and how that plays out and being willing to share a little bit more about me and my life and who I am and the things I love, the things that I'm good at and how I can serve them. And it goes far beyond just throwing up uh, Friday introductions with a cute photo of yourself and fun facts, even though that's good and we should keep doing it. It's kind of like just the tip of the iceberg and there really is so much more to it than that. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing all of this. And hopefully people can have a really good starting point to build out their personal brand beyond just that headshot and quick Friday intro, because let's be real. It is. It's just so much more than that. So I really appreciate your time. And as always, you guys, we will post up all the resources in the show notes. And there's also a resource that Stephanie is wanting to share with you guys. She is sharing a personal branding workbook for you guys. So over at, so here's the thing podcast.com. You can find all the show notes, all the ways to follow and track with Stephanie and find her workbook. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. For show notes and resources mentioned on today's episode, head to so here's the thing podcast.com. And if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd love to read your review in iTunes. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode.